Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. My is my screen shared. We're talking with yep. Matt. Your screen is shared. Nick, you had We're it. Live. We're live. All right. All right, folks. We are live. It's Vita Grill Economist coming to you live with our main guys from Watch Us Trade Live. Uh, it's a crypto market update. So, guys, we're just going to recap in the entire crypto markets. What's going on? Some uh, key indicators to keep point of. Uh, we're seeing the continued plunge in Bitcoin. We're seeing uh, the plunge action going on. The plunger action is is in full effect. The plunger is hitting everybody. It's hitting Litecoin. It's hitting. We need a sound uh, effect. All, all the coins. A lot of plunging action here. So uh, without further ado, Z, Flushing or something. What's up, guys? <laughs> what? The plunginator? We need, I said we need some kind of some some kind of uh, sound effect for the plunging. Yeah, but uh, some, <laughs> toilet flushing or something like that. <laughs> a lot of plunging. Yeah, you know, the thing about like cryptos is they plunge and then they, they go back up and then they plunge and they go back up. It's not like a straight down. And so uh, what we right. do is we actually are able to pretty accurately identify when the plunges are going to start and when the plunges are going to end. And so the whole way down, a lot of us in the room are making money. That's the cool part. Um, you know, and I can even show you what that looks like right here on the chart. Uh, let me full screen this. So what we're looking at is uh, this is a pitch fan. It's a pretty cool. Um, pretty cool indicator and it identifies the trend in a sort of a measurable fashion, right? Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing is that this, I'll, I'll kind of shorten this so we can at least see what's going on. Um, this is your $10,000 peak that we saw here, uh, back in May, early May. And ever since then, we've kind of had this, you know, this fall and it's turned into a downward wedge, which a downward wedge actually will come out bullish, right? Now yeah. there is, uh, you know, we can show you numerous examples of that, but I will continuously make bullish calls based on seeing a downward wedge. Like I make money off those uh, and we're going to make money off this one. And so basically there are a couple of ways that this could go. Um, now there are some important uh, points to look at as far as levels. You have your 5,800 uh, support. Now, if everybody who's been following will see that I actually called that it was going to bounce at 5,800. I called that like last week and uh, sure enough, it did. So actually a lot of people got in and uh, I know I was actually right there. I was at the airport on the way to uh, a family thing and uh, it plunged right there. And the guys, oh, you're going to ride the lightning, man. You're going to, you're going to go up and yeah, sure. You know, I, I didn't do that. I'm a little more conservative. I just, I waited until we hit about say 6,300. I kind of got in and then, uh, you know, I made a little money in this area right here I, by shorting it. And we made some money on Venn uh, because once the money pours into the market, you see things going up. And Venn is just a good, strong alt. Um, there were a couple of uh, altcoins that went up, but we didn't really have the information to know that they were going to. So we made sure, you know, a lot of people, oh, what about uh, ontology or what about uh, theta or things like that? And, um, you know, the thing about that is people see these coins bounce really hard and then they're up 20% and then they want to get in. It's like, no, guys, we get into coins before they go up not after because after they go up then they go down yeah. um so, you know that's the problem so the trend though you can kind of see the trend 
where you know you have the bear flag up, then a drop, then you have like a bear flag up. This is kind of a cool thing to look at though, because your bear flags are sort of progressing. I should say they're digressing. So you have like a drop this far, which is from say eighty six hundred sato or dollars down to about seven thousand sixteen hundred dollar drop. Then we go up here, and then you have a seventy six fifty down to a sixty three hundred. It's like a thirteen hundred drops. It's a smaller drop, right? And then you have. Uh, a drop from say 6,800 down to 5,700. That's an 11 point drop. So you can actually see the drops are getting smaller. Um, the pitch of these legs, these uh, correction, these corrective uh, correction legs right here, those are actually decreasing as well. So you're going to see that this one's kind of pointing up. This is less up. This is actually almost sideways. We're going to get to a point where these legs down are going to be so small that they don't really affect the overall market anymore. And the bears, I mean, the bulls are going to kick in at some point. Um, now we're thinking that that point can be very soon. A lot of people are saying 5,400. So this would potentially drop from, if it goes to the end of this pitch fan, so roughly say right with the edge of this cloud right here, which would make a lot of sense. We could see it like uh, up to about 6,100, 6,150. And then a drop down say to 5,400 would make a lot of sense if you look at this pitch fan. Um, so we could see a drop to 54, and a lot of people think that some of the, not the longest term order blocks, but like a fair amount of them are right at 54, and it might rise up. And I think if it did, you might see a rise up to, uh, say, anywhere between seven and 8,000. Now, there's always that chance that we could actually rise out of here. Downward wedges do not go down forever. It's just it's like a question of when it stops. And what I am seeing that I like is uh, buyer volume. So once we hit the bottom of this leg, you can see this buyer volume spiking up, but it is eclipsed by the seller volume by far. Now we have this seller volume right here, but then there's this couple of nice buy volume bars. I'm not convinced that these bars are enough to bring it past this area of the Kumo cloud. I don't think we're done going down yet. I think we're going to go down to the fives, the mid fives, mid to low fives. And then I think we may very well bounce up um, and come to say, let me uh, back out here. Yeah, maybe like 7,500. Uh, or it could be like where Dex set. Uh, Dex has it going to like say 7,700. And that's actually a pretty important number as far as uh, supports and resistances go. Like 7,700, there is a resistance right here. Um, so we could see a run up to there. Now, what'll happen in this run is that the alts are going to run as well. So as soon as we see the right indicators, which we're not going to go into here, we save that for the room, um, we were going to have some money to make. And that can happen in the next week or two easily. Um, and of course, those who are on, uh, you know, margin, those who are able to do margin legally, um, you know, maybe they're not in the US, uh, or those who are in the US doing it. I don't think it's illegal. But you know, BitMEX doesn't allow you to do it. People use like a VPN to sign up and stuff like that. We don't advocate that. That's what people do, though. They use VPN, they sign up on BitMEX. Um, and then what they do is they can actually short so they could sell it. And then they make money on the way down. Uh, I know somebody personally who made like well over a grand yesterday doing that. So there's always, always money to be made. Um, 
in this market. And we see that's like what we see happening. So yeah. uh, does anybody see anything different on that? Uh, no, I, I actually, I agree with you on that. Um, actually, right now, when it comes to BTC, in my opinion, we're actually at a very critical point. You know, we've talked about this now for a while, that 58 to 6K range has been absolutely critical. Uh, my biggest concern is, once again, you know, as we talked about before, guys, we talked about that battering ram effect. Um, you know, how strong is that? The overall sentiment with BTC, um, let me actually pull it up. I'm sorry, guys, I probably should have missed a little earlier. Let me see what the overall stats are. Right now, the stats for BTC are actually pretty good. Um, I think before when you heard me talk about this um, in terms of the margins, uh, it was about 50-50 going long and then short. Now, and then I think last week I talked about it being 54 to 45. Um, and now officially it is 58 to 41 with Bitcoin going long. That means more people are thinking that Bitcoin are, is essentially going to be going up in this current trend. Um, that's actually a pretty good sign, guys. Um, that's not bad at all. Uh, that means that the overall sentiment around Bitcoin is that it's going to go up. And Very cool. uh, I actually do think that um, I actually do think that that 7K marker is going to be critical. I personally, I think that we're going to hit that 7K marker and then we're going to rebound down um, from that and trade sideways for a little bit. But I think I do think we will hit that 7K marker again. Um, and unfortunately, you know, some people are going to be taking profits. People are going to be getting out of the market. But um, but at the same time, you're actually going to see people actually coming in, like the the regular person. But I do see institutional money exiting around that 7K marker um, just out of fear. Um, but uh, but we should rebound back. I I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that you know people are unfortunately going to be taking profit around 7K. Yep. And that's, uh, that is realistic. Um, so, and to, and while he was talking, um, I did a couple of scenarios here where I, I think this is what it's going to look like. Um, I think we may, we may actually come straight from here and go up and go up towards that 7K marker, which is right there. Very possible. Um, I think we're actually going to bounce off the cloud here. Um, we actually had a chance right here at 7,500. We had a chance at running up. In fact, I had predicted, uh, and, and this time, somewhat correctly, but somewhat incorrectly, I, I predicted a bounce at 7,000. And I was correct about that like for weeks. Um, I thought it would go to the top of our, our downtrend line and then go down after that, but it actually did not have the gas for that. And you can see this green spot in the Kumo cloud right here. Um, and this is, I believe the three hour, which uh, as crypto Z has explained to us, like it's the preferred, um, the preferred uh, time frame to use Ichimoku. And so, you know, we, we had a chance of breaking free right here. And so this would have theoretically um, made that long, triangle that I had been drawing, the, the uh, symmetrical triangle, it would have made it correct. So I was close to correct, but unfortunately on that, uh, I was not in, you know, so I'm not always right. Now, um, on the way down here though, um, on the greater pattern for us to come up here would make a lot of sense. So essentially this would be the bottom of like a much bigger triangle that we've drawn and we've shown in the room. We could bounce off seven. We could go as high as 75. So it really, but but if I think Crypto Z is correct in that we're going to bounce off a of seven and maybe go sideways for a while. And then, because if you look at the greater picture, the trend is going to like relax. You're going to have these hard, hard downs, hard, hard ups, and then it's going to sort of turn into soft downs and soft ups. Um, a lot of the big money thinks that like, say 
4,400 or big, big, play, big heads like decks and stuff. Uh, and 4,400 is realistic if you look at like supports and resistances. So, um, you know, and if that's the case, then, you know, we should have opportunities like right here to make a lot of money. And then we'll have another one to make a lot of money, possibly bouncing off like the 5,000 mark. It's a lot of opportunities in here to make money. And those who short on places like BitMEX are going to make a fortune. So, um, yep. That's that's what I'm seeing. Um, I also have some charts brought up just real quick here to show what crypto cowboy crypto Z do. Uh, this is BNB. This is unchanged from the other day. Um, you can see that I had, uh, you know, this this head and shoulders falling out, and I had it going down this line, possibly bouncing here, possibly not, and that actually did play out. Um, so you know, we did have this play out as one of our scenarios. Not my most likely, but it was one of the scenarios that could happen. Um, when it comes to one, um, you can see that we are behaving closely to what we talked about. I had a, a potential drop happening here, happened a little bit sooner. I had a bounce right here, happened a little bit later. But you know, you can make money based on that, and it's all based on fib levels. You know what I mean? Um, ontology. Actually, uh, somebody asked me to chart that the other day, and it was in a it was in a wedge like this. I said it was going to fall out of the wedge and then start to go sideways. Sure enough, that's exactly what it did. Um, I think that's all of the, you know, I told you so's to show, but the reason I'm showing them is so people can see, like, if you can predict what's going to happen with these, it doesn't matter if it's down or up. If you can predict something's going to go down, it's like having a printing press. You can make a ton of money because mm -hmm. when it goes down, eventually it's going to go up. And if you're, if you're leveraging shorting, then you're just making money hand over fist. Yep. Um, so that, but that's what I have for charting. Um, so uh, ZD or Frank V, does anybody have anything they want to, talk about as far as that or anything else um so right now guys a lot of these uh you know we talk about launch chain we talk about ncash talk about some of these uh great altcoins that i have very very high hope for hopes for in the future um right now with the overall sentiment right now with them um the, the overall sentiment has not changed with them guys however you're not really seeing a price increase right now because the fa has not played out one chain has uh, a bunch of icos coming out here soon in which you know they're also offering a masternode program so um that being said um you know you will be seeing one chain starting to ramp up um, most likely q3 q4 q4 mainly for one chain uh for ncash same thing q4 is going to be a very very big quarter for ncash um but right now um because the fa has not played out they are following bitcoin's trajectory that means if bitcoin is going to go down they're going to go down bitcoin goes up they're going to go up in value um Right now, most alts are like that, unless an alt is actually showing um, some heavy, um, some heavy FA. Now, um, one coin that is going to be the star here in the next one to two months, or even three months, or even maybe even four months, um, is going to be Ven. Uh, we talk about Ven over and over and over, guys. Um, if you actually look at Ven, um, Ven has a lot of stuff coming out, guys. And there's a reason why Ven, in the grand scheme of things, if you actually look at Ven comparable to any other coin out there, um, its chart isn't as low as the others. Uh, that means it's not bleeding as much as the others. And the reason for that is because of its FA. Um, the FA is has been absolutely incredible with Ven. Um, and, uh, and um, you know, here coming up, uh, the main net is going to be live here in the next one. Could be live in the next four days, guys. The main net's going to be live. That means authority nodes. That means the ones that own Trundim nodes that can uh, that are going to be 
authority status in which they can vote and so forth are going to be up and running on the first. And I believe economic nodes, which we have the highest economic node with the biggest payout is going to be um, open in roughly a week and two days. That's when staking will be beginning. Um, this is a very, very big jump for Venn guys because they have some very, very big ICOs coming up that a lot of money is going to be flowing into. And you're talking about not just institutional money, but you're actually talking about country money, sovereign country money. Um, so this is a very, very big deal, guys. Um, I would definitely not sleep on it. And if you want to be involved in the Venn node, uh, you have until I am closing this Venn node tomorrow at 8 p.m. Pacific time. And, and you had you it was closed and you you were able to open it back yeah, up. Yeah, I opened it right? up again because everybody kept asking me for it. Um, there were a bunch of new people that came in and, and I felt really bad. There, I had over 20 inquiries. I kept telling myself, well, you know what, if I if I get above 10, I'll I'll open it again. Then 10 hit like so fast, and I was like, all right, if I hit 15, I'll open it up again. 15 hit so fast, and then finally 20. So I opened it up. Um, I can only open it up, guys, for one more day till 8 p.m. Pacific time. So if you want details on how to get involved in that, you have to join the Watches Trade Room, guys. Um, it's gonna be really easy to join. And uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic opportunity that I myself have personally put about 10 to 15% of my portfolio towards this. Um, yeah, me too. So uh, yeah, so that's just one great opportunity that's inside of the Watches Trade Room. Um, uh, you know, I, I wanna see information on Litecoin. What? <laughs> what was that? that was like like an invasion. What, <laughs> what happened? I was I was waiting for him to catch his breath. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, look at that beautiful chart. Oh, oh man. What I see yeah. is the inverted osteopelagy that's in effect over here, guys. You see that? I thought it was a distal pharyngy. I don't, you know. <laughs> when you have an osteopelagy wave with a distal pharyngy. Phalange, phalange. And you're seeing a downward pressure here from uh, the woo-woo-matics that's been in full effect. You see that uh, LTC is really diving here, guys. It's really diving. Z, what's your take on this? Uh, that's what all I'm right, seeing. So, so right now with LTC, uh, we talked about LTC in the past, guys, <laughs> um, uh, with, with how, you know, it's – you know, for LTC, guys, you have to look at both the USD value as well as the um, – uh, what's it called? Um, Satoshi value. So with LTC, because LTC is you're able to trade LTC um, on a, a simple exchange like Coinbase that people are actually buying with USD, you have to look at that. And if you actually look at coin market cap, you can actually see the uh, volume and what is essentially bought with Litecoin. Right now, Litecoin's most of Litecoin's volume is actually being bought with BTC. So that means that BTC, the Satoshi value, is going to be more important to gauge against than the USD value. So here we are. We're going to take a look at Litecoin versus BTC. Um, now, Litecoin versus BTC. Litecoin dropped below the first support in which I indicated, the 13 support. It actually dipped down um, just yesterday, down to 124. We've been talking about this um, dropping down since you know 180 guys you know it's it's now down to 124 it bounced up uh briefly because bitcoin kind of did a little bit of a jump up uh yesterday because of the facebook news which we'll, we'll discuss about that but um you know yeah we got to talk about that yeah, overall though it, it still is very very bearish guys um i indicate the next support levels i'll i'll just I'll just highlight them real fast. The next support level that I see that has any sort of real strength 
is at 101. That is the next support level. 1019 is the next support level in terms of Satoshi value. Um, 1019. So just uh, take a look at that, guys. Um, and you know you can calculate how much that is in terms of uh, USD value. So if Litecoin right now is what, $81 times? That's um, if Litecoin if Litecoin goes down um, to one zero one, you're essentially looking at you're essentially looking at it dropping down below um, below seventy dollars, guys. So just you know, just be careful and that's, about that. That's seventy dollars in in today's price of Bitcoin. So if yeah, Bitcoin correct. were to go down, is, that could be way lower. Yeah, correct. Exactly. This is based on Bitcoin's price right now, guys. So um, that being said, you know, just take a look at it, guys. Um, you know, these are just based right now. I'm just telling you guys based on straight technical analysis, what the support levels are, guys. Um, and, you know, if it does drop below that, um, it could get bloody. Now, however, hopefully um, Cowboy is right and Bitcoin does rally up here in the next one to two weeks. If Bitcoin rallies up here in the next one to two weeks, most likely Litecoin will rise up. Now, the issue right now is we're looking at Litecoin Satoshi value based on BTC. That is the issue right now. And Litecoin has been dropping um, with that. So just because it's rising up in USD value doesn't mean that it's actually rising up in terms of its actual core value. And that right there is the concern with Litecoin. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's the thing. And um, $50 with USD, that's an important point. But one thing that people don't remember, like what Crypto Z is pointing out, that is that three-dimensional game. Um, wherever the most transactions are happening with a crypto is where you have to look. And right now, if it's mostly Bitcoin buying uh, Litecoin, we have to look at that. Um, last week, I believe we, you know, I, I sort of compared the two charts and it looked ugly, ugly. It's just falling in terms of Bitcoin. Um, and there's nothing holding it up. Like there's no FA that it's an outmoded coin. We talked about this a lot of times, but basically, you know, Litecoin, there's a lot of coins that do what Litecoin can do. I mean, there's just a ton of coins that could do what Litecoin can do. Um, and Litecoin's expensive, uh, you know, and the fact that you can buy it on Coinbase, which is like the basic fiat gateway, and that's not where it's happening, that alone should be a concern. The fact Correct. that it's, it's actually, like, that's a very, 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 very good point right there. You're saying, guys, um, you know, guys, uh, everybody wants to be listed on Coinbase. It, it's, it's arguably, you know, it actually really is. Coinbase is the fiat gateway for like 90% of people getting into cryptocurrency. It's just that simple. Um, when you're talking about the average person getting, the average investor getting into cryptocurrencies, they're going through Coinbase first. It's just that simple, guys. And right now, if you actually look through, um, look through Litecoin, and you can simply go to Coin Market Cap, guys, and and click um, and click Litecoin Coin Market Cap. Litecoin's uh, well, Coinbase essentially or GDAX essentially uh, buying in with USD is number three on its most volume. It's only getting 17.7 million dollars worth of um, 24-hour volume with Litecoin. The next up is OKX, which is LTC to USDT. USDT meaning Tether. That means people are staying on the exchange and not actually bringing in new money. Um, that's at 34 million. And then finally, Litecoin at BTC value is 51 million um, in volume. 
That just shows, guys, that 18.19% of Litecoin's volume is being bought with Bitcoin and not with USD, which is um, definitely at probably at a low, guys. Uh, Litecoin, you know, historically has been bought through um, Coinbase GDAX. And so for it to finally having um, not much volume with USD is a little bit concerning. Yep, that's uh, I see. I'm looking at USD. So there's Bitfinex, there's GDAX, there's Coins Bank, which is like 1%. Um, but Bitfinex is like 4%. So you could say 5, maybe 6%. And then you have another 6. So you're at like 12%, maybe 15 max of all Litecoin transactions are done in dollars. That's 12 to 15%. That means that Joe Blow is not using dollars. That's what Correct. that means. Correct. I mean, that means that money is not just come is not really coming in, guys. And remember, that volume in dollars doesn't just mean buying volume. That also means selling volume. That means that the regular trader could be going on Coinbase right now or, or GDAX and selling into USD and getting out of the market. So remember that it, these volumes are, even though you know you see that ten million, that fifteen million dollar amount, that's not just buying pressure that's actually you know a combination of both but whatever you know um we'll just have to monitor guys but we're gonna be here we're monitoring it day you know daily yeah, it's so, it's a sorry to interrupt v it's a fan favorite and it, this is one thing that i had a talk with a major like hedge fund badass this morning a dude that just will blow anybody out of the water period and you know the comment was is that pragmatism is what causes financial success in the investment world and v has beat this to death on like all of his shows this is like v you know i want you to speak to that v about pragmatism and, and being married to things you know we have this mentality as americans and as people in general you know we have affinities and people it's human nature to seek affinity it's part of our nature it's a part of our nature that is great for survival, but it also has negative things. It could actually lead to your death and or destruction. Okay. <laughs> he went right for it. Affinity. Well, v, you know? v, why, don't you, why don't you stop sugarcoating it, dude? Yeah. Okay. Give, it to us, give it to us straight. Okay. <laughs> you have to be pragmatic. You can't be like married to a coin. You can't be married to a stock. You can't be married to a bond. You can't be married to an investment. You can't be married to anything that's material. Okay, so when you are having this love, like you have this camaraderie with it, and you know you're you're in this rah rah team with this particular coin or this investment. When that investment goes sideways, you go sideways. You have to understand when you're entering the market, it's a game, and it's a savage game. It's a vicious game, and you have to have skin in this game. And in order for you to win the game, you cannot. And I seriously mean this: you cannot simply just um you know pick a side and stick with it no you have to be neutral pick what works for you because your ultimate goal is to get money word up word up yeah i mean it so uh I, anybody who knows me like knows i loved ppt man i mean I yeah remember that was your baby, man. Big time. That was my baby. I made a ton of money on PPT, yep. by the way. Uh, that was kind. Of, that was kind of what like broke you into the full time game, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. you know uh, I found out about it early. At, you know I had good FA at the time. Um, you know I talked to Z about it. We both got into it, and then all I did was swing trade PPT for like six months, and it was great. Like I didn't even use charts. I just looked at the order book. Uh, you know it was great. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, it was really fun. Like it's a great story. But the you know at in the end, um, FA killed PPT. 
there were some issues mm-hmm. and you know we beat that just to death on the show but so you know suffice it to say that um if you get married to a coin you're screwed now i could have gotten out of ppt at like I don't know, 70 or 80 bucks. Um, I ended up getting out around 40. And uh, what is it now? Like five? Uh, yeah, I have it up. Uh, hold on. I just had it. Where'd it go? Uh, for, uh, six. It's at six bucks. Is it six bucks? I mean, dude, I helped write their freaking website. Like anything linguistic on there, if you go to their website, anything that isn't crappy came from me. <laughs> um, hopefully, oh, wow. ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully. I mean, if it came from me, just crappy. I apologize. But um, basically, I did the copy for that site. I mean, I was involved with the team. I believe in the project, and uh, I still do. I think maybe in like a few years, it'll be great. But the point is, though, is that it, you know, sometimes I go into their room in their Slack where the, all the like employees, blah, 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 are. And I still, you know, I'm there and I, I love the project, but it, it's like, PPT is going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Well, I agree with them. Right. But it, it, at the same time, I sold it at $40. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I'll come back later when it's great. So 99% of these coins are speculation. Um, and in this market, like sometimes you just got to sit on the sidelines, man, wait for, you know, pick your opportunities carefully. Um, and if you get married to a coin, it's, oh, I love Litecoin, Litecoin, Litecoin. Yeah, sure. Litecoin made people hundreds yeah. of thousands or millions of dollars and people have a hard time like, oh, well, it made me hundreds of thousands and millions. I'm going to stick with it. It's mm-hmm. not your wife. Okay. It's a coin. So like your wife, she has value still and will always will hopefully for you, <laughs> if, you got, if you got the right wife, but with the coin, they don't care about you. It's a coin. Why would they don't care no. about you? Is staying loyal to a coin doesn't mean it, that's like that's attaching a human emotion to something that is just not human. Mm-hmm. So right. basically, you know, it's it, it, this is like the market is not emotional. People traded emotionally. I can like so, you know, I, I, and Z in particular has done a lot of reading on psychological uh, mar- effect on markets. So it, humans add the emotional component to the market. But that coin doesn't care about you. The coin doesn't care about your loyalty. Dude, these coins are gangsters. They're going to take your money or they're going to give it to you. And it's because oh. they do. It's not because they like you. It's just because they're taking a given money and you happen to be there when it happens. So that's yeah, yeah, that's the point. Like right now, a lot of the time, I spend my time in fiat. I go out to fiat really quick. Some people will use like uh, Tether or TUSD, which works just as well. I say do your own research on Tether and TUSD before you use it. Uh, I don't advocate doing those things, but you know you can jump in and out of the market. Like for example, uh, on the chart right now, I jumped out of ten, and I told everybody I was going to stay out until it hit seven thousand, which is like right here. Um, now I didn't do that because Consensus Week happened like right around this area, and so you know there was a decent chance because if you looked at the past years, Consensus actually did pump the market. Um, and I went against my own advice. Somebody else was like, nah, and you know, whatever. And anyway, I got in and like lost a lot of money. And then I got back out. Love it. Yeah, yeah. that's just, I didn't follow I'm, my own advice. I'm still, I still struggle to stay out. Like I find uh, like you'll give a call um, that you're getting out and I'll like get out. But then I'll come back in like way too soon. <laughs> I, I've done that several times and it's hurt me. I mean, you've also, I've also saved myself by doing that. Uh, when I was patient enough, but I find I, I come back in too quickly. So that's yeah, hurt me a little bit. And so, Boyan, uh, uh, to answer Boyan's, uh, my, my buddy Boyan Crypto, is, uh, he's he's helping me with uh, some some stuff, to, teaching me some of the Naneshim language, for those of you who might know what that is. And his question was, um, 
whether or not that's a long-term ascending uh, descending wedge that that is what that is right there it's like a downward wedge long term and those do pop up bullish uh, your your downward wedges have a high probability of coming up bullish. It's just a question of when. A lot right. of people think it's going to be between you know forty five and fifty five hundred dollars. Some people say lower, but uh, that's just to answer our, our audience question. But Frank, I didn't mean to interrupt you, bud. No, it's cool. So we did have uh, some news. We're going to talk about Facebook in a minute. But one thing that surprised us, uh, Cliff High released another report. Our friend Cliff, we've had him on the show. Uh, he did a great interview with us a few months ago. If you want to go back and find that, uh, and he came out with a new report. And uh, some interesting stuff in it. I, I got it. I mean, obviously, we, we, we don't want to spoil the report uh, for people because uh, we want them to buy it from Cliff. But uh, something pretty interesting. I will, I will look at one little snippet, which I think is interesting. Uh, you know, we had been saying he himself said that he wasn't doing these anymore and that he was concerned that there was just too much uh, cor corrupting predictive language out in... Uh, the world, which made made it uh, difficult for him to um, to do his thing with his predictive linguistics. So it's interesting that uh, whatever whatever he did, and I haven't read through the, much of the report. There's just one one spot that that jumped out to me that I will highlight, which uh, I don't think is giving away too much. I think it'll just uh, whet people's appetites for it. But he has this section he calls four days in July. Okay, and. He he is talking about the emotional tone values. Here, I'll, I'll quote just a little bit. The new data that accumulates to the crypto space sets a model space uh, sets as model space is moved. The rest of the year is showing temporal echoes of emotional tone values from December of 2017. That's when we had our massive bubble created as being revisited and exceeded in July 2018. Wouldn't that be special? Starting around July 9th, perhaps as late as the evening of the 10th, which is pretty specific. He's saying he's saying around the 9th, maybe even the night of the next day. The emotional tone values begin to replicate the patterns first experienced in mid-December 2017. The quote turnaround for crypto space shows in our data as taking uh, four days. These are from July 9th through 12th. Uh, and, and he goes on with a little bit more info, but, uh, that's interesting. You know, a lot of what his reports do is, is looking for this emotional tone. When he was on with us, he talked about that. He was actually, I think he was predicting end of May that it, there was going to be a turnaround, which it didn't happen this time. Um, and as we've said, he's the first, first to say that his, his data is not always right. He just reports what he sees in his data. So this is interesting. He's looking at a, uh, early, uh, part of July. Uh, major emotional tones. He also, by the way, um, I'll tell you one thing. He does he does go over a bunch of coins in it. I know I, there have been times when I've purchased them in the past, and uh, you know he doesn't get my favorite coin or whatever. But you know he talks about Cardano, Cloak, Bitcoin. Obviously, he always talks about Bitcoin. He's got some EOS stuff. He talks about Litecoin uh, and a bunch of others: OMG, Monero, Tron, Cloak, so uh, and more. So if you're interested in that. Uh, it's at halfpasthuman.com, I think, right? Yeah, halfpasthuman. Uh, we love Cliff. Um, I think yeah. that you know Cliff's information was really, really accurate last year. And um, yeah, Cliff has actually while. told us that for a while. Like it was really, I mean, you could such clock by it. And then I made a lot of money um, off of Cliff's info. Absolutely. Um, you know, and then there's been a couple of calls from his network that like Bix and uh, Stip made that I made some calls to, uh, some money off of too. So one of the things that we want to think about though, I guess Cliff himself has talked about, and Z alluded to this uh, a couple days ago, but his information, like his uh, servers and stuff are corrupted. 
Um, mm-hmm. Some people actually came into like his house, and and so he's you know. Uh, but did he say his act, like his physical servers were corrupted? Uh, I, I don't. My my understanding from well, what I could tell you what I heard him say. Okay, which was that um, the the he was becoming unable to uh, deal with all of the predictions in the market. So you had all the psychics doing coin readings and stuff. That that actually was making things difficult. But then he came out with this new report. So I don't know if he figured that out or what. Well, I think he's. Uh, who knows with that? Um, I think yeah. that uh, basically. I think Cliff is solid. I will always have a soft spot for him. Um, and I think that he'll probably have it all figured out. I think there's more going on behind the scenes. And I think Cliff is smart enough to know what to talk about and what not to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that Cliff has always said, even back before the corruption of his information, is that he is right, uh, like better than 50%. So he himself will tell you that, like, you know, my information's right not all the time and not even near most of the time, but it's better than 50%, which is better than chance. If Cliff, forgive me if I'm not quoting you properly there. Um, but essentially, um, you know, uh, he has some issues with his stuff, even in the old days, uh, his timing might be a little bit off. So, you know, his, his temporal markers might be a little bit off. Um, and also yeah, like yeah, definitely no replacement for, uh, legit, ta so the the way i look at that and i want to be careful what i say here but with cliff um what cliff provides is basically like it's based on real world world data right Mm -hmm. so it's not um it isn't like you know anything that comes from not data if you I, i don't want to upset anybody right now and say the wrong thing but cliff actually takes like information out there uh, linguistic information. He has web spiders, web bots, and they compile data to gather people's like emotional tones. And that information can be scientifically compiled to predict things and worked really well last year. But one of the things he's not been that great on is um, say like silver. Uh, he's not really been able to predict that properly. And arguably uh, that's because silver is manipulated. So the market out there might be speaking, but mm. then the uh, people who don't speak push the silver down and when people don't speak and they act on the market that doesn't get picked up by him so right. you know this uh you have to kind of just look at the whole mechanism and why it works and why it doesn't and um hopefully he's able to to get that figured out uh but whatever it is cliff i will be forever thankful for what you've done so far and we do hope to have you back on the show sometime soon indeed um hey well, let's talk about um Facebook news. Z, did did you want to uh, touch on that a little bit? Um, it yeah, pretty, so... it seemed pretty. Um, it's it, it kind of made me chuckle, right? That you have Facebook is no longer going to allow any crypto advertising, and then you know, like I know the story you posted. I don't know who the source of the story was, but they were basically like too much money. <laughs> Facebook, Facebook couldn't let go of the crypto money in their back. <laughs> yeah. So so long story short, um, Facebook banned. Um, crypto ads, guys, as some of you may know, and it uh, looks like they are unbanning it right now. Right now, um, if you are a, a an accredited advertiser, meaning that you have like you know history with your av- with your advertisements through the Facebook platform, you can essentially post um, crypto related um, advertisements right now. They indicated that crypto related advertisements were banned because they, uh, you know, a lot of cryptocurrencies are scams. There's a lot of scams out there with cryptocurrencies. Um, that's why I vet my ICOs through and through before I you know, send, send them off. Um, but uh, with cryptocurrencies right now, they're, they're essentially stating that they are losing like 
billions of dollars worth of advertisement money like wow. a year it's like that much so um so they're essentially they're they're re implicating it now there's of course some uh some woo woo you know stuff behind the scenes they're saying that it's not a uh it's not a uh, just a uh, a money thing but there actually is some other big plays coming in that cryptocurrencies themselves that facebook are actually getting into cryptocurrencies themselves um and that you know you they're people who work for facebook yeah they're going to be creating some uh, crypto uh um hedge fund with uh, this guy named anders Anderson Horowitz, who's essentially going to be making the biggest cryptocurrency um, fund out there right now, which is $300 million, um, essentially is what he's going to be putting up um, for the fund. So we'll see. Interesting. Very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's uh, the way I look at that is, you know, Facebook is, well, I, I kind of lump them in. Actually, if you listen to Dex, who I, I like to refer to Dex, he's, he's actually a real trader. Like you can look up his jacket, like he traded on Wall Street. Dex is so legit, guys. Tuesday, uh, you know, I, I'd say I'd say listen to Dex, talk to Dex, all that stuff. Um, what he talks about is essentially the FANG stocks, F-A-N-G. So that's Facebook, Amazon, um, Google, and in would be, what's in, guys? Um, I'm just drawing, oh, Netflix? Is uh, it? MotherNature.com, and it's from Mother Nature. Yeah, it's, I think it's Netflix. It's Netflix, Netflix. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> if you look at those, uh, it's MotherNature.com, and you go up to the backyard and, you know, you have nature. Uh, but apparently, like, so what's happening with the stock market? It's really simple. The banks are printing free money. They're handing it to these companies who then buy back their stock to push up the price. And so what they're doing there is they're hiding inflation in the stock market. You know, V, you've been talking about this for I don't know how long. Um, and, and maybe I should a lot, kind of rely on you to expand on how this is working. But I, I, I have, I'm going to say one or two quick things. And then V, like, you know so much more about this. But uh, Facebook, basically, uh, Zuckerberg, Facebook, they're all part of like the gang that is ran by the bankers that allow the Dow Jones to look good and kind of the money movers to do their thing. And so my thing is that if Facebook is allowing crypto, that means that at this time, the powers that be are like wanting people to know more about crypto and get into it. I think there is a period of time where, you know, they didn't want that. And I would venture to guess that period of time occurred on the chart. If you look at the chart, I don't know. And if anybody could find out when Facebook actually started banning crypto, I think it was like a month ago. Um, Watch this. Just a little something for you. I bet you that the Facebook ban on crypto happened within this square. Somewhere in here. Um, so basically, you know, you'll notice that the market pressure downwards is generally going it was, to, it was actually, it was actually back in, um, back in, I think, uh, Feb, um, was it all the way back? I think it's back when that, that giant dump was, was happening. That was like Thank part you. of that giant dump. So the same well, exact thing, what you're doing, Joe, but, but on a, actually on a bigger dump, on a much bigger scale. Yeah, so essentially like you have, you have these events, like Bix talks about these uh, and Bix is like right on with the stuff. So, you know, you have these big events, like, um, you'll have Korea FUD or you'll have China FUD or something. And then you'll have some other things like, you know, Mount Gox dumping stuff on the market at the same time. And essentially the price is going to go down. Right. And then you're going to have, uh, the SEC making announcement that Ethereum is not a, uh, security and then Facebook starts like doing stuff. And then when those things happen, generally, you're going to have something go like maybe like this. In fact, right here in February, you had all the FUD in the world, right? All India FUD, China FUD. You had freaking Mars FUD if they could come up with freaking Mars FUD. The freaking Mars FUD. And so basically, you know, you can go from <laughs> like February. This is when this 
day, the day in February that the SEC uh, like came up and did their their deal where they're going to like support cryptos, that's when this rand began. Okay, so it would be kind of cool if um, perhaps this Facebook is just a part of a greater like thing to push it up for a while. And they seem to want to have this pattern. Now, the way I'm looking at this, though, is that this pattern is like the natural pattern. I mean, it really does look like your past uh, rises and falls. It looks like the market cycle. And so they probably want to just push it into the market cycle because it's really expensive to do like to push crypto around and have all these FUD events and, and have all these massive sells and Mt. Gox. Uh, if you guys think that's fake, think away. I think they're doing it for real. I think that they're just wanting to keep it from going way back up again. And they want to push it into a market cycle so that it doesn't just explode. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, we could actually see an uptrend and that Facebook news might be a part of it. Be cool. Yeah. Be really nice. Um, and that's what I have to say about Facebook. Cool. Um, yeah, no, 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 I, I agree. Um, I just want to address some questions, guys. So uh, real fast, um, some people were talking before about um, how Litecoin um, essentially is going to, um, what do you say? It will be very interesting when it's scripted to allow Litecoin and Ethereum to fund an ICO, for example. Uh, so Francesco, um, I, you know, I told you I was going to respond to you on this. Um, uh, I, I, you know, right now for most, ICOs, guys, you guys can uh, essentially get into an ICO with both Ethereum or with Bitcoin. Some ICOs accept Bitcoin, some don't. Uh, the issue right now with your argument in regards to um, Litecoin being pumped up in value because it can be scripted to allow for ICOs to accept Litecoin is a little bit flawed right now. And the reason for it is because um, there are already services out there in which already allow that. So there are services out there that actually do accept um, essentially um, a few different currencies. I'm not entirely sure which currencies, but they're, you know, some accept Ripple, some accept Ethereum, some accept Bitcoin, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash already. And these are third-party um, uh, platforms that lets you get into ICOs um, utilizing those tokens. So that already, in a sense, already exists. So I wouldn't bank so much on that. Um, now, another another argument is that Litecoin will once again be a platform, guys. And we talked about this. We addressed this. Yeah, it seemed um, like that was his main main idea, that, that you'd actually be able to, to um, use it like Ethereum, build, build uh, what do you call it, dApps or whatever on top. Correct. So we talked about this, guys, in the past. And, and you know, right now, there's a lot of dApps platforms out there. We talked about how OneChain encompasses both a DAP platform, a privacy platform, as well as a, uh, a payment platform. Uh, so it's encompassing three different things into one, uh, into one, essentially one coin. Um, and it's faster than Litecoin. So with that being said, guys, you know, with Litecoin coming in so late into the game as a quote unquote DAP platform, um, it's not very impressive, guys. That already has been played out. Now, if Charlie Lee were to have created this a while ago and allowed Litecoin to um, essentially be a DAP platform back in the day when really there was only like four or five of them out there, um, then you know this would have been a huge news and it would have been a big play into Litecoin. But unfortunately, it's not. And it's showing because now Litecoin is number six on coin market cap. Remember, guys, Litecoin at one point was number three. Um, it was Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, uh, and then Ripple and Litecoin kind of battled back and forth. Now Litecoin is number six, and it's uh, and it's dropping. Um, so you know, just take that I, in consideration. Suffice it to say, 
we we would just need to see some news that made it interesting. Correct. Again, exactly. Right? Exactly. So uh, you know, another another point. I, I, think I think people like like I hear exactly what you're saying, Z. But I think like there's people out there. You know, again, it's we said we've we've belabored the point that you know a, a crypto isn't isn't a uh, sports team and you shouldn't treat it that way at the same time i do appreciate if someone likes a company or you know if they have high hopes for a company and the thing is you know v very simply the the technical analysis right now and the fundamental analysis and the sentiment analysis all are negative so something would need to change for that to change right. the biggest the biggest uh, what people the, are missing is that what we're saying. We're not saying it could never ever come back. We're saying there's no, there's nothing right now that's happening that right. says it's the going to. There is no, there is no hard catalyst right now coming in right now, guys. That is essentially going to be fueling uh, Litecoin's FA. Litecoin's FA has not changed for a long time. It's, it's, you know, it's an, it's an old company. Litecoin has been around for a very long time now. It was, you know, it's on Coinbase. It, it has every single exchange out there. It has every single avenue for it to rise up, but it's not rising up because its fundamentals are lacking. Now, as soon as uh, no, no. Uh, okay. So one thing that we're all forgetting that is like the most important thing in my mind about Litecoin, uh, Charlie Lee, the inventor of Litecoin, sold all his Litecoin at the top. That's all I got to say. Uh, correct. Um, what's it called? So, you know, as some of you good guys know, Charlie Lee did um, sell all of his Litecoin pretty much at the top. He sold it around like high twos to threes and... Um, said it was in a sense that um, it was it was mainly because um, he couldn't be connected with Litecoin. If you um, believe and, that? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that. Um, you know, look. Point is simple, guys. We're not we're not here stating that Litecoin is um, a terrible project. Litecoin is a good coin, but the issue right now with Litecoin is that it's old tech and it needs to be updated in order for it to continue on. Whether Litecoin decides to fork itself or I don't know what the deal is, uh, or change up its entire game plan, that could be something um, that could be something you know in the works. Who knows? But until that happens, um, there is no true catalyst, and the fundamentals around Litecoin are poor. Yeah, just uh, sell sell signals everywhere. <laughs> um, cool. Well, then uh, I guess uh, anybody have anything else? Uh, I, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, I don't have any predictions right now. I do. Go to the cryptoschool.io. Check out what yes. we're doing. You need you need the to do with these guys. Guys, I hadn't. I'll tell you this, this is interesting. Uh, just a closing thought. I was I was uh, meeting with a neighbor about something, and um, she was talking to me about she, she knew someone else who was in crypto trading, and they were a team. And she's like, "Yeah, one of them was sort of like really detailed into like the the uh, like the finer." points and the other one was sort of like really into the bigger picture and i'm like that sounds like our guys <laughs> i was like we've got i was like one of our guys is like like loves the fundamental analysis and the sentiment analysis and then the other one loves charts and she's like yeah it's like a great combination that's how she talks to my neighbor and i'm like yeah it is a great combination i was like they kill it between the two of them you know so you got to check out what, what these guys are doing at, at in the watches trade room at the cryptoschool.io and then also something we're not talking nearly enough about we have slaved away at creating and this is just like i i feel like like v's life experience uh became personified and had an internet baby okay <laughs> and it's a big hairy beautiful 
liquidity monster that loves you and wants and wants, loves and wants it wants to cuddle with you in in the name of liquidity in all of its hairy apeness and it's called liquidbase.io and we've been working on it i mean we our goal it's nothing uh, what it's going to be in the future will you know it it could become self-aware and take over the world in the future because it's going to be so amazing but we we've been refining it the last few weeks and refining it and refining it it's getting better and better if if you are looking to go to cash from your cryptos this is the bet we believe this is the best way to do it it's the smartest way to do it way way better than having uh your every keystroke reported on by some of the other exchanges this is a private boutique service or if you're looking to go to metals whether vaulted or delivered there's just no better way to do it so check out what we've got for you at liquidbase.io i think you're gonna love it any any amount virtually yep. link is in the description virtually any amount if you're you know out there yeah like people you, <laughs> people have asked me like can you handle this much i'm like heck yeah and some people are even talking about smaller amounts guys you know guys we we handle pretty much all amounts um yeah I five thousand got to start a five thousand is a marker right there for liquidation um so yes we can handle smaller amounts we're not just talking about these giant amounts yeah um, both it's a very very quick five thousand on up man don't matter five thousand five billion bring it bring it we'll take care of it yeah, and, and and we um we can deliver and 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 vault um metals against that five thousand, correct, Frank? Yes. Yeah, at all levels. Yeah, uh, we uh we worked it out with our partners that uh essentially the service is the same regardless of the amount. So even at five thousand, uh you can take delivery, you could do some vaulting, which is like, man, I, I I'm I'm just shocked they're doing it for us at those levels. Like yep. uh, you know, in our early talks, it was like you, you had to be kind of a baller to get to, to do some vaulting. And then they just they they've been so awesome with us, our our uh, our service provider, that they've gotten more and more accommodating to the point now where it's like, yeah, if it's a, it meets the minimum threshold, you can take delivery of of uh metals. We have different products listed on our uh form that you fill out and our online form. And uh, yeah, you can take delivery or you can vault. Uh, but of course, there's always those who want to go direct to cash. That that's the easiest. You just get a wire transfer and you're done. Okay. Very cool. We love it. We we love these internet ape baby. <laughs> Gotta love it. It, it brings it all together. Cryptos, metals, all in one place. And uh, there's more things that this mad scientist that is I uh, is cooking up with. <laughs> more things in the works. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. Uh, v and I have been working together for a little bit. And if there's one thing that you can count on is that for everything V's got going, there's like two more that he's not oh, telling you Every about. time. Every yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah, it's and, and you know what? I I actually am privy to like one or two of those things, and um, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yep, we'll get there, boys. All of us together, we'll get there, and we're gonna take all of you folks with us. We're changing the lives. We're changing the world. We're we're, we're disrupting industries here. Liquid base is terrifying for a lot for a lot of the establishment. Believe me, and when it gets more and more traction, it's going to be even more uh, terrifying for the powers that be. Because it's giving the power back to the people. Folks, I want all of you decentralized. I want all of you using alternative means. I want all your identities to be private, to be secured. And, and I, I, you know, we have all the tools. And this is the message. This is the gospel message that I'm going to tell all of you folks out there in, 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 uh, on this platform, on YouTube, and the multiple platforms that we're on, is this. Uh, we have all the tools. 
in order to change the world, in order to change our lives, we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. And we're always going to find cutting-edge solutions that we can bring to the masses, folks. So keep it locked right here. We got a, one of our audience members who prefers to remain um, anonymous. He's asking about like a debit card. You know, are, are we are we like going in that direction? Yeah. I can say that that's a yeah. That's like, I would say this. There's something that that I've been working on for the past couple of months in the, in the back of my head, trying to put it all together, and it will come to fruition soon enough. We're going to have a complete banking alternative. Mm-hmm. That's going to be safe. That's going to be secure. It's going to be on the blockchain. It's going to involve metals. It's going to involve cryptos. It's going to involve uh, lo- lending platforms. I mean, you name it, it's all going to be there, including having a, a debit card with an account linked to it that you can deduct from. That's going to. So this whole thing, it's all coming together. The, the big disruptions are coming. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of people that, that there are some people out there that have a similar idea. They can't execute it because they don't have the right relationships. They don't know. You know, I was always wondering. I was asking myself a question, you know, not even a question. Like, I look back at my life the last 10 years, and I'm just like, wow, that's why I met so-and-so who was the best there is at offshoring. Oh, that's why I worked under so-and-so for learning strategic metals and rare earth minerals and how to trade and how shipment and overseas uh, trade work. Oh, that's how I got into the LBMA. Oh, that's how I'm, you know, vaulting gold. Oh, that's why I met so and so. Now I know how outside of the banking system, I know what that world I know what that world looks like. So I've been sitting here having all these life experiences, meeting the right people, by the grace of God. I mean, there's no other way you can put it. It's not coincidence that you know you're meeting these people, and then here we are in 2018, and every single relationship that I I've cultivated. Throughout the last several years, including these guys right here, Frank, Nick, and Z, it's all come together for this moment for a reason. Guys, I mean, think about this. We've done so much with the small audience that we have. It's remarkable. It's incredible. And I'm excited to see what the future is going to bring for all of us, the audience included. Yeah, dude, that's, you know, I, I've watched it happen. I, I started out as a customer of V and uh, using his vendors. And I just implicitly like trust all the vendors that V, I never even like, <laughs> I actually gave people money that like, I didn't even research just because I trusted V. Um, you know, now we work together. Um, all I can tell you is that the the rogue money crew and what it brings to the table. Um, it's all about freedom, baby. And, and we're able to pull it off. We know the right people. We know the process. We're developing things that are far beyond, far beyond uh, what you're seeing on TV or YouTube right. or any of that. Absolutely. Front lines, baby. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, we care. We care. With that being said, boys, we are over and we're out.